KUUU, South Jordan, Salt Lake, on HD1 and KUDD, American Fork, HD3. Unrestricted with Dre Rocca, only on U92. U92, who's this? Yo, what's up? This Cube. Hey, Cube, man. How you doing today? Good, man. How you doing? Hey, I'm doing good. My name is Dre. I'm with U92. Uh, on behalf of U, uh, U92 in Utah, man, just thank you for your time this morning. I really appreciate it. Oh, man, no problem, man. I can't wait to get there. You know, Valentine's Jam, it all goes down Saturday at Vivint Arena. Doors open at 730, man. Uh, Cube, you are a an icon, man, a living legend, somebody that I, for one, have grown up on, whether if it's Hollywood and movies or your music. Um, Cube, after doing it for so long, what keeps you going? I love it. Um, you know, I, I started off doing hip-hop as a kid for fun. You know, I never I never knew I'd make a quarter off the music. So it was a hobby, you know, creating things from scratch, uh, just being a part of, of hip-hop, something new. It was new at the time when I got into it. So this has always been fun for me. You know, to, to to do the music. You know, movies are cool, but it's actually kind of boring to do a movie because you sit around a lot <laughs> and just wait to shoot these different little parts. Yeah. And then, you know, when they put it together, it's, it's an incredible thing. But, you know, when it comes to music, hip-hop, getting up on that stage, it's immediate. It's right there, you know. Yeah. Rocking the crowd for an hour, 75 minutes. You know, however much time, you know, I got to do it, I just have fun with it, so I love it. I ain't going to stop. Man, for doing it for so long, uh, it was was your first time doing the NASCAR at the Clash of the Coliseum? Was that your first time ever doing anything like that? Yeah, that was my first time doing NASCAR, but, you know, I've done, you know, things like Raider games and stuff like that, so... Uh, but, yeah, that was my first time with NASCAR. Um, I had, you know, checked them out a couple of times when they came to California. And, you know, when they was doing this thing right there at the Coliseum, which is downtown L.A., uh, you know, they wanted wanted to make sure I was a part of it. So I, I was happy to do it. And uh, it seemed like people really enjoyed it. Yeah, absolutely. I, I've seen uh, just off of Twitter and, and uh, the, the posts that I've seen on, on social media, the response was crazy, man. It was it was really dope and low key. Like I caught the highlight video and uh, seeing you in that. I believe it was a was that a '64 Impala that red joint. Yeah. That was. Yeah. Yeah. Was that your joint? No, nah, no. Nah, that was a uh, one of the dudes that we know who uh, who bring us cars and when we want to. Sorry about that on the radio, but uh, <laughs> yeah. to bring us cars and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's all good, Q. You know, You're making we, more work for me. To get busy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, it's, it's a, it was a cool thing to bring the car down. And, and, you know, we jump up there and do that real quick and give it a real L.A. feel. Yeah. I mean, that's what it was, right? Um, I think Dub C said the best when he was like Chuck Taylors and, and Lolo's, right? Like, I, I, love, um, I love that aesthetic, right? Because... To be honest with you, as a as a POC myself, we really don't get exposed to NASCAR. You know what I mean? The things that we get exposed to aren't the positive things. I mean, the last thing I seen was a bunch of nooses in the in the locker rooms. You know what I mean? Like that was the last thing that I seen of 
NASCAR until I seen somebody that I look up to in Ice Cube actually performing um, at an event for NASCAR. So it makes me want to dabble into that world a little bit more. So I, I just appreciate you opening the horizons on what, you know, what's out there. Yeah, I mean, if you go to a NASCAR event, actually go, it remind me of, of, of like hockey. You know, when you go and you see you see it live, it, it's a better appreciation for the sport, and you end up becoming a fan. You know, I, I went and saw them live uh, when they was in Fontana, California, and just seeing them on that track. You know, uh, that man, it takes courage, athleticism, uh, focus takes a lot to to drive them cars that fast for that long uh so i just started to respect the sport and love it and and and, you know i'm not into it as much as my son is you know one of my sons sharif he know all the drivers and stuff yeah and so you know i'm just i'm just picking up on it but it's cool you know that you know sports is inclusive period it should be you know when racism and stuff start to bleed into sports it just makes it, you know, just kind of puts a sour taste in your mouth. So, you know, the more inclusive sports is like our last sports and music. It seemed like it's our last, uh, you know, uh, place sanctuary we can go and, and put all that stuff aside, hopefully. Yeah, absolutely. Um, one, one sport that I know you love and I love as well is basketball, man. And I just seen that the big three is making a, a season five return. Yeah, yeah, we're coming back for season five. It's been a beautiful thing with the big three. Uh, and so just to see that the players, the people, the fans, the sponsors are still excited about the league, you know, uh, it just keeps growing and growing. And I see that, uh, I mean, obviously uh, you guys are doing open tryouts right now, right? Next month they kick off. I believe the first date is in, in uh in DC, but a close city to ours is Phoenix. So, um, at these uh, at these tryouts, are you gonna be uh, are you gonna be in attendance, or should we? What should we expect? You know, it's it's the, the players and the coaches' decision whether you advance. You know, not mine. So, yeah. you should come in just showing out, showing your game, and you can advance. You know, we had at least three guys from the tryouts make it on the roster. Uh, they didn't make it on week one. But during the season, they was picked up off the draft pool. And then one one of the guys, uh, Devin Sweeney, went all the way to the championship and won it with Trilogy. So, you know, it's like it's not just hype. If you got the game, you can actually make it into the league. So you should come to Phoenix and show out. Yeah, man, that's one thing that I loved about Big 3 when it was, uh, when it was first announced was the, the opportunity, right, to for some of these guys that still have game – to get out there and show what they can do. I mean, uh, I think I read that even uh, OG uh, Joe Johnson ended up getting a ten day contract back in the in the NBA, and he was in the Big Three. That's incredible. Yeah, him. You know, Mario Chalmers. He went. He went back with the Heat for a few games, and yeah, it's a great thing. You know, it's, it's a league of, of of great competition. You know, these are not washed up dudes you know these are dudes who can't find a spot on the roster in the nba a lot of them play overseas in uh different countries and then they come back and, and play in the big three to show people what they got and it's a man's game you know you got to come in there 
with your big boy pants on. And so the NBA is starting to recognize. I think that they've been recognizing from day one, but now they're starting to realize you can pluck some of these players and uh, maybe they can help you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Something that uh, I I, I love about what you're doing currently is uh, the Mount Westmore. Man, can you take us through how Mount Westmore was even assembled? Because this is like a juggernaut group. You know what I mean? Especially if you're from the west side. It's big. Um, It was uh, E-40. He hit me up during the pandemic. And, you know, we were all kind of doing our own thing. And we've been friends forever. We done been on each other's shows, shows together, like for 25 years. So he was like, man, we need to come up with a super group. I said, who in it? You know, because I wanted to see, you know, who he was talking about. He said, me, you, Snoop, and, and, and Too Short. I was like, hell yeah. And he was like, okay. He said, he said now that we got you in, Cube, I know we can get everybody else in. And what are we going to call the group? I said, we're calling it Mount Westmore. And uh, it was just a perfect name, perfect group. And the record is banging. You know, I know y'all playing Big Sub Woofer. I oh, really yeah. appreciate that. You know, and uh, you know, we right now we're just working out paperwork with a with a label that I don't want to mention right now. And uh, hopefully, we can drop the album soon. You know, I mean, spring, summer. We yeah. need that summer album. You know, we we need that West Coast summer riding music, man. And Big Sub Woofer, if that's just a taste of what we should expect, man, it's gonna be. Uh, something electric, bro, and and I can't wait. I'm I'm really excited for it. That's what it's all about, you know. what I mean, it's all about, uh, you know, giving the fans what they want. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not about giving them what you want to give them all the time. It's about giving the fans what they want. And this is something good for hip hop. This is something good, you know, definitely for the West. This is something good for all our fans. You know, it's kind of like we the super friends. <laughs> getting together, you know what I'm saying? Avengers, yeah. whatever you want to call it. And uh, it's a great thing because the record is banging, and that's the most important part. You know, one thing that you said off of Big Subwoofer was uh, jump off the roof like Superfly Snooker. Are you a are you a wrestling fan? Uh, when I was younger, you know, back in the day, I was big time into all the, the names, you know, from Superfly Snooker to the Iron Sheet to... Andre the Giant, uh, you know, Hogan, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And so, Junkyard Dog, like, you know, as I got older, I, I, I kind of started getting into, to, uh, you know, football and basketball and boxing a little more. You know, now I'm so caught up into this basketball with the big three, uh, we call it fireball, that, you know, I, don't, I, don't, I ain't into it as much as my son, like my son. O'Shea Jr., Yeah, he's like a freak. He's like crazy <laughs> with it. He got my daughter. They be going to all the events. They know everybody. They be getting invited to everything. And uh, so he's probably the one you need to talk to about that. Yeah, no doubt, man. Well, I, I know that uh, you, you kind of, you've been dabbling into the Web3 space, man, with the NFTs and, and, uh, and things of that sort. 
What, what's your thoughts on that, man? What's your thoughts on this new wave of uh, digital currency and, and art? You know, I'm more into the art of it. You know, the digital currency, you know, that is what it is. You know, people love to, to figure out new ways to make money and flip money and this, that, and other. But I've always been into the art and being able to to do art on different levels from, you know, music to writing to producing to, to directing movies, TV shows, documentaries. Um, I'm into all of these forms of expression. So to be able to do it in the, in the NFT space, you know, now the metaverse is coming, you know, it's like, it's just a different way to create. And, you know, that's what I love to do out of all this. It's all about creating things that, that wasn't here before you were here. And that's what it's all about. Yeah, and I, I love that you're you're cool with like growing with that because I know some people that are just like I'm off it. I don't want nothing to do with it, even not even on the art piece. But I love to hear somebody um, like yourself that is embracing the art piece and um, you know going forward with like what technology is. I, I love that. Um, what will we ever see Ice Cube perform in the metaverse? <laughs> are you gonna be doing a digital concert? Um, you know, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't had that plan, so I can't say no. Uh, but I can't say yeah, because right now it's not on the, it ain't on the uh, schedule to, yeah. to do. So it might pop on there, you know, if I, it's all about who I collab with. Mm. You know, when you get into a new space, you want to respect the space. You don't want to just jump in because you got a name and just start doing you know stupid moves so you just want to connect with the people that that got respect in the space and then see if you can collaborate see if y'all got like minds because you might not yeah. so you move on till you find somebody who you can really collaborate with no doubt no doubt um with the raiders i know you're a big raiders fan um are, is the raiders yeah. feeling at home in vegas is it still kind of weird? Uh, it feel at home to me. Uh, they got a brand new stadium, something that uh, you know, Oakland and LA didn't pull off for them. Um, and so, you know, Vegas is is definitely not a bad cousin of of Oakland and Vegas. I mean, Oakland and LA. So. People love going to Vegas. The town kind of fits there. I mean, the, the team kind of fits there. Uh, so it kind of fit, kind of fit real perfect. Like to be honest. Yeah. Um. You know, on uh on Saturday, the uh, Valentine's Jam U ninety two, you're gonna be performing, but also Sugar Hill Gang's gonna be performing as well. And on the uh, on your song Why We Thugs, you you kind of mentioned sugar hill there you know what i mean when you said thank god for sugar hill i put a different type of steel up to my grill um did, did was sugar hill any type of influence on you when you were younger of course um you know everything that sugar hill records was doing um I believe her name was sylvia robinson like all the stuff that they were doing over there 
was, you know, going straight to the brain. Uh, you know, not only Sugar Hill Gang, but Grandma's Flash and the Furious Five, mm. big influences on hip hop. Not just me, but bringing the music forward yeah. and making it, you know, more of a professional thing and not just a hobby or not just an amateur event, but bringing it into, like, bogarting our way into music circles and to music in general. Mm -hmm. Because other musics didn't want hip-hop. <laughs> like, you know, when it came to, you know, rock, disco, funk, soul, it was all hating on hip-hop. And so we had to kind of bogart our way in. And so groups like the Sugar Hill Gang made it a little easier. Even Curtis Blow, uh, you know, Grandma Splash and the Furious Five, those was the our biggest groups when hip hop first started. You know, um, being who you are in 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 the in the state that you're in in California, um, a lot of people that are just starting out making music or uh, even getting into the, the film industry, uh, they kind of have people to look up to like, like yourself. Right. But here in Utah, um, we really don't have that. We don't really have an artist that has quote unquote blown. Right. Um, what, what, what um, advice would you give a young talent that is trying to, you know, pursue uh, this musical career or even this film career? Well, you know, pursuing a career is a big task. You know, the thing is, is like get into the creative process. Like, it, you got to learn to be happy with creating what you do. And everything that comes off of that, you have to look at that as gravy. Um, I think if you do that, no matter where your career ends up you'll be a happier artist because it's not about how many records you sell it's about you know being able to live with yourself and get respect from people around you your peers and you know a lot of people sell records they don't have no respect you know they sell a lot of records and people hate them <laughs> i don't want to see them coming i don't want to mention no names yeah and then, so, it's like you got to pick what kind of artist you want to be. You know, you just want the outcome and the money and the stuff. It's probably going to be harder to, to happen unless you fall in love with the creation. Mm. And then, whatever happens out of that, you look at it as, as, okay, this is great. So, you take that approach, and then the the, the industry won't won't let you down as much as they let down people who who get everything they want. They establish, they get everything they want, or maybe not. And uh, and then they, they, they the biggest artists in the world, but they sad as hell. Mm. They got all the money in the world, they sad as hell. Because for some reason, they got into it for the wrong reason. And uh, they ended up, you know, people not even... Like something go wrong that they wanted to go right, and then that just sends them to the rock, sends them rock bottom. So yeah, get into it for the right reason. And I think right now where we are in uh, 
just in like with technology and everything, I think that creatives can really shine right now. Um, and there's really no gatekeepers. There's no there's no reason, right? You could create whatever you want. If you have a vision, you can go and do it. You can learn it. And that's where I love where where our creative space is. Um, I, I appreciate that, Cube, for real. Um, I, I just got a couple more questions, man. You are you are somebody that um has been on record saying that you're not interested in doing a versus battle. You would like to actually see the 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 artists perform their favorite artist songs. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, but who would you like to perform? What songs, what artists would you like to perform if you had that opportunity? I mean, performing each other's songs, man, that's, the, that's probably a bit hard. I mean, I could do Public Enemy all day long. Yeah. Um, that would be hard, Q. You know, that would be dope. Yeah, I mean, Chuck D is uh, my favorite MC um, of all time. And so, you know, I, w- I would... I think I would just play each other music, you know what I mean? Performing each other music, I think that'd be a yeah, that'd be a that'd be a hard task. <laughs> um you know what I'm saying? I think I said play each other music like back when, when it first started, that's what they was doing. Now, I don't even know if you could do it that way. I think you gotta jump up there and do your own songs. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? To get a crowd what they want. It's evolved into you know, what you see now, which is, you know, pretty much performances. Absolutely. So, so what's up, man? Are we going to see you Sunday? Are you going to make a special uh, appearance? You're going to see me Saturday. <laughs> Don't worry about Sunday. <laughs> worry about Saturday. You know what I'm saying? Like, for all, the, for all the, the homies in the house, this should be the easiest Valentine's present to think of. Like, Bring them to the concert. Bring her to the concert. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's just like, that's what you do. Happy Valentine's Day. I mean, you still got to do the other little stuff, but, you know, that's, that's easy peasy. What, what's uh, what's so. Valentine's Day look like for you, Cube? Are you, are you a romantic kind of guy? I do what I need to do to keep my wife. That's what you ask. <laughs> Hey, that's a perfect. <laughs> Yo, like the homie said, it was corny that I still asked my uh, my wife of nine years to still be my Valentine. They said that was corny. Man, ain't nothing corny, man. Just make sure you keep her. That's all that matters, you know. Do what you got to do. Don't listen to nobody. Yo, know, I mean, uh, Cube, I really appreciate your time, man. I probably kept you longer than I should have. Uh, this Saturday, Valentine's Jam at the Vivint Arena. This man right here, the icon, the living legend, Cube, will be performing. Um, I can't wait to see you, my brother. Uh, I, last time I seen you, you were at the Gallivan. It was at the Gallivan Center, and um, and it was, it's been a, it's been a few years, man. So I really look forward to it. Um, Cube, I don't know if anybody else tells you this when when you talk to them, but I, on behalf of Utah, on behalf of U ninety two. We really love you, bro. We really love you. We really appreciate what you have done for not only in the 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 art space, right, within the the creative space, but also what you're doing um, with the the Black Agenda. You know, we really appreciate you being a voice. Um, you continue to be a voice, and um, if if nobody else tells you that they love you, man, we we love you here. I appreciate it, man. You know, Salt Lake always showing me love. And um, 
you know, I, I just really appreciate it. I always look forward to coming back. All of Utah has always shown me love, so I can't wait to get there and uh, rock the house, have some fun, go go through these, you know, West Side classics, and uh, and just you know continue the the mutual uh, love affair between your boy Ice Cube and uh, the people of Utah. Let's keep it moving. I appreciate you, Cube man. I hope you have a good rest of your day. Yeah, yeah. Take it easy. All right, peace. You're, you're checked in with the People's Champ, Dre Rocca, on U92.